Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. What, what kills me is that, like, when you read the history of World War II, right, and you watch the fact that every all the factories, all the ships that were being built, all the tanks that were being built, and the planes that were being built, and the guns and the bullets, and everything that we were killing each other with yes. was being produced by women. Well, yeah, because that's who else was going to make because it. Because that's who was left. Yeah. And so the factories were full of women. That were welding and riveting and which Rosie the Riveter yeah. and, you know, on and on. Yeah. And yet, after World War II... Get back in the kitchen, girl. Yeah, we started to pretend that women were incapable of this work. I know, like the the change between the early 40s and the, into the mid-50s. Not just for women, but for people of color. Oh my God. Like something happened there. You know, it, like what kills me, what kills me is like I talk about the gender bias with people... And um, they're like, well, women can't do construction. Really? And I'm just like, why? Why? And every single guy you talk to... Just because they're not strong enough. Says they're not strong enough. That's interesting. I have a really simple thing for that, which is, okay, first of all, by law, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to lift more than 50 pounds by yourself. Right. Right? Workman's compensation rules say... Say. You are not supposed to lift more than 50 pounds and by this yourself. Is, this is based on science. And every single guy is like, well, you have to on a work site. No, you don't have to. No. You do it because the, your boss sucks. Yeah. He's right? Like, yeah. And he had to do it at some point yeah. to become the boss. Yeah. Now, beyond that, mm-hmm. you will not find a mom out there. Right. That can't carry a kid with one arm and groceries with the other. Right. You just can't. No. Find me a kid that weighs less than 40 pounds. Right. And then throw a couple bags of groceries on top of that. One jug of milk in there is 10 pounds. Yes. Every mom you know is capable of carrying more than 50 pounds. Right. So all of that is bullshit. It totally is. It's all bullshit. Yes. But we reinforce it. We tell each each other these things are are okay right and then we reinforce them through language we reinforce like when someone says ah you throw like a girl and it's like first of all throwing is a learned skill right Right? if you have never taught a girl how to throw shut the fuck up right isn't it weird that we don't say stuff like you sing like a boy right why because both men and women can sing boys and girls they're talented ones exactly it's like oh guess what you you need to learn some more. Yeah. We didn't slam a gender on certain things. No. And the thing is, is like every th- single thing, like you run like a girl, you throw like a girl, you're whatever. Right. You cry like a girl. Right. All of them are promoting. Or you can act like a man. Yeah. All of them are promoting toxic masculinity. All of those are learned skills. And all are harmful to men. Well, and when you say that shit, what you're doing is you're saying in front of everybody in the room. I'm a dickhead. That, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, but you're also saying that for a man to show a trait that is feminine is for them to be diminished. Right. And yeah. so you're telling all the boys and girls present with that, that boys are better than girls. 
Absolutely. Right? And yeah. so we're reinforcing yes. not just gender stereotypes, but we're reinforcing a gender hierarchy. Right. Instead of, yeah. You yep. know? And where you're saying men are on top, women are on the bottom. Yes. And people say bullshit like that all the time. It's the same reason that we call uh, people pussies. Right. And then you look at somebody like Betty White, who's just like, like, what? Yeah. She's like, if you look at a testicle sideways, you will fall down. Right. A pussy, though? It can take a beating. It can take a beating. Yes. You know, we all know these things inherently. Yes. But we have this in our language. Yes. Where we are using it to keep people down. Right. Right. And we can say, oh, I'm not misogynistic. And it's like, you are misogynistic if you've ever said some shit like that. Absolutely. Right. And But it's but, learned. But misogyny and being misogynistic, being racist, being whatever, mm-hmm. you know, being anti-trans, all of those things can be unlearned. Absolutely. Right? You don't have to stay misogynistic. You don't have to stay anti-trans. You don't have to stay racist. You can do better. You can come out of it. Have I ever said something that was misogynistic? Yes. Yes. Have I ever said something that was racist? Probably. Yes. Yes. Oh, come on. I mean, like... Oh, lately? No. Trying not to, but in the past? Every single single kid of our generation... Every single kid of our generation has said something pretty fucking racist. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't care what your name is. Yeah. Right? Like, because we had candy mm-hmm. that had racist names. Absolutely. Simple as that. If yeah. you went to the candy store and bought candy, which you did, yes. you said something racist. Yes. Have we moved past that? Yes. Yeah. Have we come far enough? No. No. But you don't have to, you're not stuck. You can say something misogynistic and you have you can have lived as a misogynist. Right. And you can do better. Right. I you mean, can move away from that. So does that not answer the original question? Would do we cancel these people? You know what? I think I think we have to allow people to grow mm-hmm. and change and do better. I don't the necess- problem with KK, I, don't, I don't necessarily say that I'm gonna go out and buy their work. Yeah. Because it sends a message of, yeah, I agree with this. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to continue to listen to what you have to say because I'm waiting for that day that it's going to be back yeah. to, oh, there's some growth there. And the problem with Rowling is Rowling is just not taking it back. That's because they're being attacked right now. Yeah. Or, or they feel they are. And maybe yeah. rightfully so. I don't know. I don't know the whole thing. Yeah. But as soon as you, as soon as I double down, I feel cornered. When you put me in, when you put me in a defensive position, my natural response is to fight. Yeah, and it's gonna. I'm gonna do anything to make you go away. But yeah. the best way to make people go away is to say, "Yeah, maybe I fucked up. I'm sorry." But that takes time, and that takes the. Ang- you gotta let the anger subside. That's right. And when you're in a point of privilege, it takes longer because money tells you you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna just. I say that. I'm assuming I don't have any money. Well, I'm going to... Th- <laughs> I always gonna assume throw... I'm wrong, so you can tell I'm broke. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there, because one of the things with this podcast... Yes. ...that I um, have noticed mm-hmm. is that uh, I very rarely... Right. ...know what I said after I've said it. Oh, I know. And, and, like, and I think it's important for people to know that, like, when we're recording this stuff, this is just you and I talking. It's just that bullshit. And yeah, we haven't pre-thought this out. This isn't coming from a script... We didn't write it down. No. Even though what we just said, we're going to make some mistakes or we're going to have not worded it eloquently. No. Or nicely. No. Right? So, like, 
semantically, if, that, if, we, if you ever hear that, then we did script it. <laughs> yeah, and semantically, we'll have made mistakes, or we could have said something better, or we've repeated ourselves, or circled back, or exactly. Yeah, it's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. I mean, and we're not. There's no right and wrong in conversation. I don't yeah, believe we're not trying to solve the world's problems. This is just two friends talking yeah. about things that are important to us. Yeah, and I mean, and the reason that we don't like freak out at each other is because we understand our intentions. Absolutely. You you said you were trying to process this. Yeah. And the best way to help process something is to talk to somebody that exactly. either is going through it too or uh, might have a difference of opinion. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, and like we need to have the freedom to be able to talk, to be able to speak, to be able to talk out ideas. Yes. To be able to process and think about things without somebody freaking out about about us processing. Yeah, that's how you grow. That's how we grow. That's how you figure shit out. And it's like, I always want to be questioned about what I say because I want to do better. Right. I want to move forward. And like, I'm not going to do that if you don't challenge my ideas. If, so, if someone doesn't yeah. challenge my thought process. It's, yeah, and we might, on this one, I don't know if we're going to ever find an answer. Because, no. you know, I don't agree at all with what Rawlings is saying. No. But I was never, again, I'm also sitting at a point where I was never a fan. I didn't contribute to their wealth. You now, know, if Stephen King did this, we would, I would be fucking heartbroken. Well, you know, the thing. And I'm sure he's done shit I don't know about. Stephen King seems to be pretty cool. You know what? Yeah, but, but he's got a lot of age and experience. And, and he's quieter. Uh, he is. I like, he's kind of stepped back and let his kids do their thing at their age. And I like their work, too. Yeah, and I mean, like, we can't mistake mm -hmm. silence with good politics. Oh, no, I don't know who he voted for. Yeah, I have no but idea. But here's the thing, he's not screaming who he voted That's for That's the either. issue. <laughs> the thing with Stephen King is we don't know what Stephen King thinks. I don't even know if he voted. No who idea. But I know the last thing he wrote that yeah. I read. Yeah. And, like, you, just because you're famous doesn't mean you got to tell everybody what the fuck you're thinking. No. I would have been perfectly happy if J.K. Rowling kept their mouth shut forever. Yeah, just write your fucking books. Just write your fucking books. Let us enjoy them. Right. Don't tell us your fucked up politics. Right. Don't put, you know, and same with dipshit you were talking about before. Don't fucking put shit on hate and, yeah. and promote it. I, I don't know if that was them or some marketing asshole, but fuck you. Still, though. Like, just don't... write your fucking books. Do your art. Put it out there. Yeah. We don't need to. Well, there, there we go. We will appreciate the art. We never want to know the artist. <laughs> and that's the problem is J.K. Rowling wrote a book backing up what their, their bullshit. Yeah. So they actually took that bullshit politics and put it into their art and created art based on that politics, which is like, now, now well, now, that's it. Now, fuck you. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay. Like, well, we answered it. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson never wrote songs about... About their sexual preferences or where they were at. No. And we never will now. I never will. Well, yeah. You yeah. know, and like, I mean, in fact, Michael Jackson didn't write a lot of their own songs. No. They were just an instrument. Exactly. Do you blame a saxophone? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Long and short is, I don't know. Right. I don't know the answers to any of this shit. I don't either. I know that it's important that I think about it. Yeah. And that I, you know, learn from it something. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm never going to have the answers. No. And I'm, I, you know, I, I fucking resent these people for bringing me joy in wonderful music and and books and yeah. art, and then tarnishing it with humanity, yeah. <laughs> with their fucked up humanity. Yeah, and you know, and, I, and, and like, okay, and I think if you 
if you're out there and you think 100% that you know what's right and wrong for everybody, right. you're fucking up. Yes. You're, you're fucking up. You're looking out too much instead of looking in. You're also being like super privilegy about it. Yes. Because like you need to understand too that everybody's circumstance is going to change the way that they uh-huh. move through the world. Yeah. Right? And be it like if you're super, super poor. Right. Like I heard somebody say, if you want to see what privilege is, this is it. Yeah. Having the freedom and time to sit around and think about anything other than how you're going to get fed today yeah. or where or you're going to sleep. Or how you, yeah, yeah. You know, if you've got the time to sit around and have a philosophical conversation with somebody, you're doing fucking good. Yep. You're doing good because yeah. there's tons of people in the world that you're like, how do you feel about gender? They're just like, what? What? Where are, are you? Do you have food? Like, yeah. you know, they don't give a fuck about yeah. any of that because they're agenda they're surviving is surviving yeah is just survival yeah those people aren't thinking about the ins and outs and nuances of politics and no. race and gender and they don't give a fuck no they just give a fuck about am i going to make it through today right right so i mean like this is privilege it absolutely you is. know us having the ability to sit around mm-hmm. and talk about this shit right that's privilege yep you know and anybody that disagrees with that you're fucking wrong, okay? Because there are tons of people out there that will never, ever think about this shit. Because they can't. Because they don't have time. No. And those are the people, in my opinion, in my opinion, those are the people that we need to be spending our energy on lifting yeah. up. Yeah. And if that means we have to punch above to let some of the fucking wealth come down or space, because there's, there's more of those people just surviving... Than the rest of us. And every day that goes by, more become from privileged to survival. That's it. I mean, and that's part of what we're really seeing right now is with the destruction of the middle class and the ever-growing... Thank you, Reagan. And it's just continued. Whatever politics, it's just continued because it... Yeah. We have more billionaires in the world So let's stop doing that shit. Yeah. And let's come up with a different idea. That's right. I mean, the economy is a man-made thing. The fact that it's just an endless shark monster that has to eat constantly and continue to grow is means it's going to fail. It's, nothing it, in nature... It has to fail. Nothing in nature isn't balanced. Yeah. Right? Like, our, our economy has to grow, so it's bound to fail. That's in right. nature, you can't constantly grow. Otherwise, we'd never die, right? Well, every single thing has a life cycle. That's, yes. That's it. And maybe this is this kind of economy's life cycle. I mean, bartering, that used to be a thing. And then we came up with gold coins and money. And shit has changed. Why can we not change it again? Well, because there's a way of putting people in power. Yes. Right? Because through through the creation of currency, we created power. Absolutely. Right? And And power only ever came through force before. Yes. You know, because when you're bartering, it's skill based. It is. Right? Yeah. Everybody's sitting there working on skill. And yeah. we're like, it's like, I made this thing. It's really cool. You want it? Yeah. yeah. I made this thing. We'll trade. Yes. Right? Until somebody was just like, I have a really big stick. Yes. You're both going to give me your things or I'm going to bash your fucking head in. Right. And then right? you're going to continue to make me those things until, yeah. and those until I tell became, you to stop. And those people became kings. Yes. That's literally where royalty came from. Exactly. And then people said, hey, you've got a really big stick. Right. And that person over there is being mean to me. How about I come and stand over by you? Yes. And when they come over, you hit them with your stick. Yes. 
And how, okay, but you're going to pay me for that privilege. Yes. And have we really come that far? Yeah, and that's like that's all it is. That's like, all it still is. That's really. all it still is. Is yeah. like we whoever has the biggest stick, we Wins. will we will shelter underneath. Yeah. So they protect us. Right. And I mean, and that's that's yeah, it. That's it. It's you always know? been like that. And so it's stopping about how good you are at something, or how smart you are, or how talented you are. Right. And started to become about money yes because we created something for the people that have no fucking talent other than holding a stick right and you so now that, you don't need the stick you just so need to have a bank account yeah right and it be and we started hoarding oh yeah like people the ultra rich um are just money hoarders They're money hoarders if yeah. it was um i don't know newspapers we would go seek help for these people yeah they had as many newspapers in their possession as they do dollars. Because that money isn't doing anything. It's not in the economy. It's, it's just, not It's not making exactly. them any more money. No. No, it's just hoarded and away. Every dollar that they're holding on to is a dollar that you don't have. And you can never have. And you can never have. Nobody can. No, because they, they're hoarding it. Right? Yet, you know, we all look up to these people to try and become them. And this is the ultimate human. Yeah. Really? I is mean... It? No, because now with these kind of open social media and access to them, we realize that the Jeff Bezos of the world are quite fucking human and flawed. But yeah. we can't do anything about it. Can because... Jeff Bezos sing? Can I don't he, know. Can he draw? No, I don't know. Can Maybe. he cook? Who knows? Who knows? No. Does he have any skills outside of the accumulation of wealth? Same with Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, the more we get to know him, the more you're like, oh, okay. Not a quirky little nerd. No, broken uh, human being. Broken human being that, yeah. You know? I might need just a fu- like a hug. Not yeah. right now with COVID, but. <laughs> but no, you but, know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it stopped being about like, are you good at something? Do you have a skill? Yeah. Which means people stop developing those things. And stop valuing them. We don't value it. Well, even now, like you, you can be, uh, as long as you have money or the image of money. Because you can be a failure with money and become president. Totally. Well, and and it, it's come down to the projection mm-hmm. of success, and the way yeah. we project success is through objects. Yes. And like, like, look at diamonds. Right. Diamonds have no value other than their use in industrial applications and jewelry. Right. But do they really have value in jewelry? It's a shiny fucking rock. Exactly. And if you don't have the knowledge and an eye loop. You can't tell the difference between a cubic zirconia, cut glass, and a diamond. Exactly. You can't tell. Even with an eye loop, I don't think I could. No. Until I, I was taught. You, well, you'd have to have the education, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. And so, I mean, like, a diamond doesn't mean shit. Right. It doesn't mean shit. It's mm-hmm. a shiny rock, and I can make you a shiny rock. What about gold? We're sitting on banks and banks of gold here. Gold also has no value other than the value we imbue it with. Well, and the fact that we use it in electronics. Right. That's the value there. But yep. other than that, there's just bars and bars and bars of it sitting yeah, in a we, bank. It's a hoarded. great conductor. It's an amazing conductor. You know, but that's... But the majority of it's sitting in a bank. That's right. And with the introduction of fiber optics, yeah, we're using it less. Right. Because if you devalue gold, you devalue diamonds, you devalue the work that those Well, I mean, and do. our monetary system is based on gold. It is right now, yes. Right. So, I mean, until we change our monetary system... Not to... Gold Bitcoin, is going to hold that value. But not, you know, what they tried to with Bitcoin. Let's change it to this. Yeah. Same shit. Same shit. Just unregulated. What it comes down to is access, right? Like yeah. you change it to Bitcoin, I mean, people wanted that because 
the people that wanted that have access. Yes. Right. Gold is also, again, something that people, it's about access. Yes. Do you have access to that Rare, object yeah. or that thing? Yeah. Right. And like we destroy mm-hmm. the land. Yes. For shiny rocks. If you've ever seen an open pit mine where they're looking for diamonds. Oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's terrifying. Just so that you can have something shiny on you. Right. That you don't even know if it's real because you don't have the fucking education to tell. Like if you didn't know it was a mine and it wasn't symmetrical in rows, you just saw the size of the open pit. Yeah. You would think something hit the planet or something blew up in it. And for me, if you don't have... A proper education yes. on how to identify a diamond right. so that I can show the, a, a, a layperson mm-hmm. two stones, one of them is real and one of them is not. Right. And they can't tell the difference at all. Right. Why do you need the diamond? Right. Because based on our economy, it's something that you can hold up above everything and else. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is it comes down to power. Yes. And being able to say... I have a thing that you, you don't. don't. Yes. And that's it. Yes. And every single person in the world, we we strive for that. Yes. We strive for elitism. We strive for ways of putting ourselves above people. Right. Because like you look at any group in society. Right. Right. We know about these groups in society because they create uniforms for themselves. Yeah. They create ways of identifying themselves as a part of this group. Right. Which is why we see segments of society all dressing the same. Mm-hmm. All listening to the same music, right. all acting in the same way, changing their speech patterns yes. to fit within that group with each other. And have we not all done that at some level? Absolutely. At some time. Are, you, I mean, you and I are likely doing that right now. Possibly, yes. You know, and um, but we want to do that. We want to create these groups. And then in every single group, yes. there's an elitist aspect where part of being in that group and feeling solid in that group is a sense of superiority. Right. Over other groups. Because we're tribal. Because we're tribal. We're We're like, this group is better than that group because you don't understand X. Right. But I've also learned from multiple different cultures. Yeah. From people in these cultures. And the message has always been the same. Expand your circle. Expand your circle. Right? So make our tribes bigger. Yeah. Like, what if we're one big tribe eventually? What's fucking wrong with that? Well, and it's like, I always... But in that tribe, we can be individuals. I always think about about uh, Quebec with this. Where, like, Quebec separatists, like, they want to leave. For me... Right. They don't really want to leave. They just want to keep what they have. Well, and for me, it's just like, part of, part of what makes Canada beautiful it's is Quebec. diversity. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I actually want Quebec. I want Quebec to be here, and I, I want Quebec. them to be super distinct. Yeah, same I way I want Newfoundland to be distinct that's compared right. to BC. And, that's right. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to take away the things that make you distinct. I no. want to take away your bullshit. Yes, I do want to take away bullshit from everybody. That's right. But I still want your uh, I your want distinction. you to French. I want you to, to maintain your heritage. I want you to maintain your culture. And your language. I want you to be more accepting of people. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to stop trying to drive things down people's throat. Yes. I want you to let people worship and believe what they want to worship and believe. Yes. Because that is also part of being Canadian. Yes. I also want you to come to accept the fact that, like my ancestors, your ancestors didn't just show up here and are That's part right. of the land. That's you, right. You were also on stolen land. You know, and, I, and I'm fine with that. Like yeah. when I look at 
what, like hipsters are such an easy example of this shit, right? Because part of being a hipster mm-hmm. is to be elitist. Right. They don't want to just drink a beer, but you and beards, right? They want to they want to drink a beer that you're that you can't, right? Right. It's and like there's a someone came in the shop one day and they said this thing that I was just like, that's it, right? That's the definition of hipster. Okay. Because what they said was, someone said, "What are you doing tonight?" And they said, "Oh, I'm just going to sit around and drink craft gin." craft gin where they became a hipster was with the word craft because you're not telling me that you're going to sit around and have a couple of drinks right right you're telling you're going me to that... sit around and drink gin but you're not just going to sit around and drink gin you're going to sit around and drink an exclusive gin mm-hmm. that is inaccessible to most to most i'm going to drink something that sets me apart makes me different than you and then you can't have right right so part of prob- the problem is, is that in creating these groups and creating the separation, right. by nature, we have to exclude people right. in order to feel included. Yes. And that's where it gets fucked up. Well, and instantly you say that, my first reaction would be, okay, so I'm going to go join the team of Paps Blue Ribbon because I can afford that and I understand that. That's right. Yeah. That's or right. Budweiser or whatever. Whatever the affordable common Pilsner is. And it's Pilsner. It's, there you go. It's just high school, right? Like, it is. It's exactly the same thing where yeah. we have people that are like, I'm over here doing this thing and it makes me better than you. Right. My and problem then, is, is though I would try to drink this gin and they'd be like, get the fuck out. So I'm off with the Budweiser boys and they'd be get the fuck out. So now I'm drinking right. alone at home. Well, you know, that's... Or, yeah. But I mean, even if you start drinking the Paps Blue Ribbon, right. then you're going to start going, what do you mean you're not drinking PBR? Exactly. That's why I wouldn't get ex- and, accepted. And then by you them start either. excluding people as yeah. well, right? And it's like because uh, I always go off about this with punk, where it's like about rugged individualism. Except you all look exactly the same, right? It's like goth, and you literally emo. putting, like I said before, you're putting on a uniform in order to fit into that group. Yes, right. And part of being in that group is that your uniform separates you and makes you part of a group. Yes. But also excludes other people. Exactly. And if people want to join that group, yeah. the first thing they have to do is get your uniform. Right. And start putting it on. Yes. You know, and you can say that about any group out there. Absolutely. Right? Now, do, do you hit a certain age and you're just like, fuck it, I'm never going to be in a group? Or but isn't I... that the group then? I don't know. I don't know. I think... Because, I mean, look at us. We're dressed similarly. But that's because I've, I went through my whole life having to wear certain things because I was a girl. Well, and then my mom got to a point, and it wasn't for a long time. I'll be very, yeah. I was very grateful. It was mostly totally. the church that expected well, that. But my mom let me dress myself, so it's been jeans and a t-shirt since as totally. soon as she's like, you decide. You and I also own almost exactly the same pea coat. Absolutely, but we bought completely different, you know. We just have this, you know, we have the yeah. same stylist. You know, which is what? <laughs> Called like comfort. Schleppy, schleek, yeah, chic, right, I mean, like, right? you it's know. It's just comfort. Because but it's I, a so I mean are we a group? Of course we are. I think so. I think it but I don't I don't judge people by how they look because I don't notice it. I don't think I'm smart enough. Well, but we do. Well I'm I know I do at certain levels, sure. but I'm I, not as picky as some, I guess well, is what I'm saying. I think the, I I'm think, not smart enough to know that that's a designer purse and not just a a bag. But we are like so just by so here's the thing is as soon as we say something like that. What we're doing is judging the people that don't think that way. Oh, I'm not judging them. I'm honestly saying I don't 
I'm not educated enough in that stuff to notice it. Yeah. But I'm also not fucking interested. Well, I'll judge I, you for other things. I think one. Of, I think one of my big issues, as I've gotten older, and I, I've, I've said this lots, which is, the thing that I fight the most now is apathy. Yeah. Right. So it's like my politics are becoming more about me fighting to not be apathetic. Right. Because like, there's a huge part of me that is just like, Tired. I don't care. Yes. Like, I just don't fucking care. And man. I think, you know what it is? It's a time limit we're seeing. Like, how long do we have to fight this shit and never yeah. get results? It's maybe let the younger ones pick it up, but then I, don't fuck it up, kids. <laughs> I have this, this wonderful friend named Danita that I've, you know, much like you, I've known for a really long time and right. I've had the privilege of watching you, watching Danita, watching a number of people grow right. and change and find a place within the world, however awkward, however difficult that's mm. been, I've gotten to witness that. And Danita is somebody that, like, when we were young, mm -hmm. we were standing on the front lines of protests. Right. We were demanding change. We were fighting to change legislation. Yes. We were working on, like, the creation of where can kids sleep? Yeah. Right. If you're a street kid, where do you get to sleep? If you're a woman on the street, where do you get to go? And yeah. we fought and fought and fought and we created spaces for people. Yeah. And like we uh, got the city to change to change laws and we and we got like buildings built and yeah. money donated and yeah. we did all sorts of things. And uh, a lot of the time we were fucking wrong, dude. Like <laughs> we were fighting as hard as we could. But you thought you were right. Correct? But we thought we were right. But what right looked like then doesn't was being like informed now. by the politics and ideas of then. Yes. And we look back at a lot of those politics and ideas now and mm -hmm. go, mm, that was misguided, right? And Danita and I were talking about that. Mm -hmm. But we're having this conversation where we're talking about we did the best we could with what we had available to us at the and time. And that's all you can ask of people. That's right. But as we're having this conversation, we're just walking through this venue. We were at a, we were at a show. Right. This was uh, about three years ago, maybe right. four years ago. Yeah. We're at this show. We're walking along. And I <laughs> I had this moment where, um, you know, and Danita, who, of course, is like, you know, got it, got it together in a way that I don't. And is saying, yeah, like a lot of our ideas were just flawed and wrong. And we did the best we could. But that's why it's so important that we get out of the way now. Yeah. And as we're saying this, I realized that we were both peeing. Because we had walked into a bathroom together. Yes. And it was a non-gendered bathroom. Right. And there was, we maintained the whole conversation all through peeing. Right. And washing our hands. Yeah. And walking out of the bathroom. I was just like, people are still fighting. These things are still coming because we didn't even think about the fact. Right. That we just had a conversation all the way into a public washroom. Right. And all the way out. Yeah. And I acknowledged it, mm -hmm. but I didn't mention it because I thought it was so nice that I didn't want to wreck that moment. Right. Yes. You know? But you took note of it. I took note of it. And yeah. I was like, this is why you fought then. You may have been wrong. But it started the ball rolling. But you were trying. And people are still trying today. Yeah. And that's, you know, so... And I, you know, I, 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 my mother always says, I'm at an age now where we're fading away. Yeah. And we're less important. And you should. And I and we and I disagree with that wording of it. I just sure. I, I, I see you know stepping out of the way. But I, when we were out fighting, yeah. there were people that were older than us 
that we're also there for guidance. Yeah. And that's who we need to be now. That's right. Let them do the energetic work because we I, just don't have the energy anymore. But not step away. And if I had more guidance from more people, maybe we wouldn't have made all the same mistakes. You know what? And I really, I'm really, really fortunate to have, have Kirsty that way. Yeah. Because. Oh, I work with young people too. It keeps my yeah. eyes wide fucking open. You know, and like, I am more than happy, thrilled. Right. To be able to stand behind Kirsty. Absolutely. Because I'm, you know, like, I don't have the energy. No. Right? And I'm tired and I've done a lot of fighting and I'm, like, I want to be the cornerman. You know, Kirsty can step into the middle of that ring and yeah. punch the fuck out of you. Yes. And when she comes back to the corner, I will mop her head yeah. and give her some water and say, that's it. Keep your right up. Right. Because she will take you down for yes. me. Right? Because I trust her heart i trust her beliefs i believe in her intelligence and i believe in her ability to take a fight that i fought and continue and to champion it in my stead i don't need to be there but i want to be there yes because i want like she doesn't need me she doesn't need me standing behind her but but i need to stand behind her right and i think as a person as i get older Mm -hmm. that's part of it for me is like I want to still be involved. I want to still be there. But my place now is in the back. Yes. Right? It's like Danita and I at a show watching the young folks right. get it on. Right. While we talk about, yes. you know, how much my knee hurts. Right. Right? Like, and that's important. Yes. And um, and I'm... You're okay with that. I'm Not only am I okay with that, I'm thrilled. Yes. And I, knew, I, th- I think the fading away my mother talks about is just... I think it's the wording. I understand what she's meaning. Like, now you've done your work. You don't even have to come to the game anymore. Do what you want. You've earned it. And what are we going to say when we're, when we're her age? Well, I'm not going to fade away, but I just, I'm not going to be at the show anymore. Look. You come find me if you need me, but I'm going to go do my own shit. You don't get to weigh what I weigh and fade away, my friend. I mean, like, that's not going to happen. Like, no, exactly. You know. All right. We should probably wrap this up. I, that was a long one. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. hope everybody out there is okay. Yeah, we might split it in two. Oh, you were going to have to. More than that likely. shit's real. Awesome. Okay, thanks, Dan. Thanks, Teddy. We'll do it again. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The Horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and J.L. Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. podcast.